0: Okay, today we're going to talk about the Champion League Match Day 5. So at this point, most teams know that if they're going to make it or not. So we're just going to go over what happened in Match Day fifth. you know what I mean? What has changed? What stayed the same? Anyway, let's just get on to it. So Group A, we have Bayern, uh, Copenhagen, and Galatasaray, and Man United. And sadly, the order that I read, that's the order of the table they're in right now. Byrons obviously going through they already are through uh Copenhagen can actually go through you know I mean if they beat you know Gazaraya but I don't know if they will right and at the same time Manchester United played them and you know they just let it was it was just a pretty sad so for Manchester United you know this is a club who I mean every every year it seems like we're waiting we're waiting for what's gonna happen they had how many coaches have came here. They brought players. I mean, they spent over $400 million since Tim Hart came here. He brought Anthony. Uh, what is it? What else did he bring? Oh, <laughs> the main guy who basically... It's its very harsh. You know what I mean? its I, I don't want to be that guy or whatever, but it's very harsh. But he's been terrible since he got here, okay? This is a guy who was the goalkeeper of the Champion League final last year, right? And now we're here. He's he's arguably one of the worst goalkeeper I've seen in Manchester United. I mean Manchester United spend a lot of money on Onana to replace De Gea, right? Now we're hearing guys who calling who calling in on radio station how they're driving De Gea and apparently De Gea is just out here driving around just enjoying life, you know, hearing that how people missed him, you know, how much that he could have saved all this. I, I, this is what I feel like Right after the game, I feel like he just started getting into cabs, Uber in Manchester United area. Just to hear <laughs> just to hear people say like, dude, come what are what are you doing? Are you seeing the nonsense is going on? And you know, he's like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the call, you know. And I do feel like the reason why De is not here anymore. I don't know, obviously, I'm just speculating. I think it's because this dude probably said, "Hey man, I want a double amount of the money." Okay? If I want to have to stay I need some more money because this is getting crazy. And I think they just probably said no to the money he demanded. And he's like, all right, peace out. <laughs> and they're like, why would we spend money on you when we can get a champion league final goalkeeper? And it just didn't work out. I mean, he's just been just terrible, like terrible. Those free kicks from Zich should not have been a goal. I, I, I'm just thinking if, uh, what is it? Sure, would have let those go in. In his, you know. In his day, being put into the Hall of Fame of Barcelona Club, people will still remind him of those mistakes. You don't make mistakes like that. Those this is childish. You're not at this level. Remember when he was so terrible that he had to go to the fans? Or once you start putting, saying social media like, "I'm sorry, this is my fault." I mean, that's pretty big, right? That's pretty big. Like you know, there's something's going on. So I don't know what's going on with him. He should get his mental state together if that's the problem. Whatever the problem is, he has to fix it. I mean, he's a great goalkeeper. Again, he was at the highest at the high when it comes to just club football. He's uh how many cups did he won? I mean, he should. Have, I don't even know why he's nervous. You know what I mean? Is it is this the shirt? <laughs> I mean, this, this club is. They're not even expecting that much. Their their main goal is really to be in the top four. That's it. Just help them get in the top four, dude. OK, even De Gea, when he came his first season, yes, he was horrendous, but never this horrendous. This is insane. So and for him, because of him, they are 100 percent are not going to get out of the group stage. They're not even going to go to Europa. They're going home and maybe that's good. Right. Maybe this is a, gives them time to really I don't know, man. We've been saying this for many years. How many seasons were like, you know, this is this will be good for them. You know, they need to evaluate themselves every time. They have done none of the sort. Think about it. Four hundred million dollars. I. What did you get for that? I feel like players come here and get, they get worse. They don't get better. Casemiro, which I stand, one of the best transfers they've made in a long time. I feel like he's getting worse the longer he's here. I bet he's like, what a bunch of losers. You know what? Like, I bet everybody comes here is like, man, this is some loser vibe everywhere around here. Okay. It seems like time has changed in Manchester United. Organization or whatever it might be is just not moving on with the time. Manchester City is generally building a legacy. Like get it together. You know, I know there's going to be a new owner coming in. The main thing this owner needs to focus on is like the longevity of these players wanting to perform for this club. It's just, it just seems like sometimes they care. Sometimes they don't care. And even right now, you know, they have great players from their academy. I think they should stop spending too much money on these players. Just get, get academy. Maybe like for three seasons, just focus on promoting their academy players, okay? It might be, I mean, they might be terrible. I mean, they already are doing terrible. Why let people criticize you for spending all this money when you can be like, nah, we're not spending any money. Come on. think think. Look look at this. This is all academy. You guys are going to give us time. Then people would are willing to give you time compared to when you're spending $400 million. Think about, think about how people are talking about Chelsea at this point. Right? Nobody's talking about Chelsea anymore. That's the point I'm trying to make. Okay? And they have spent... Uh, eye-watering amount of money. Okay? So, this is sad. So, for Group A... I you know I went on too long. Group A. Manchester United is definitely not going through. What? They're going to beat Bayern in, in, in Munich? Think, think what that means. Think what that means. That means... I just said Bayern tied against Copenhagen. It's a game where I'm sure people are criticizing them that they should have won. Remember when Bayern lost to some, I don't know, like low class team? In the next game, they demolished the next team. This is it. I mean, if they I think if Bayern would have beat uh, Copenhagen on their last day, they probably would have taken it easier. But now the fact that they have to prove to people that, like, going into the final stage that. You should be scared. We are Bayern. Just because of that game elapsed we had. And, you know, we're having this intimate fight about if they should extend the contract of Thomas Muller. And just what role should he play. All that nonsense. Like, also, uh, what is it? The goalkeeper as well. I mean, these guys have been here for a long time. And they're trying to extend the contract, not extend their contract. Nobody really knows. And people are going to keep talking about that. And I'm sure when Manchester United come, this will be the opportunity to silence all of it. I'm sure they're going to get destroyed. I just can't imagine Manchester United winning in Munich. Maybe that's what it takes. Maybe that's what it takes for us to be like, maybe we should give them time and give Tim Harden time if they beat Bayern at Munich. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. But who knows, man? It's football. It's football. Okay, moving on to Group B. Group B, we have Arsenal in first place. They're going through for sure. And then you have PSV who has 8 points. You have Linz who has 5 points. So let's just talk about those two. Because Sevilla has not won a game. So there's no reason to talk about them. So for PSV, they have to beat Arsenal to go through. I mean, even if they tied Arsenal, they'll still go through. So they either have to win or tie. You think that's possible against Arsenal? (laughs) I'm not sure if it is. Because at this point, I think Arsenal is like... We want people to know they're here to prove something. They want to let us know that they're like people need to start talking about them, and you know we're we're not we're still not talking about them. So anyway, so I, I just cannot see PSV beating Arsenal, but I just cannot see that. And then we got Lens and Sevilla. All the two teams are gonna play against each other next game, and I just feel that I'm not sure if Lens is gonna come out of this. You get what I'm saying? Because Sevilla has not won a game and I feel like they're gonna go all out on the last game just to prove something, right? Even though they're just, just, they're terrible. I don't know, I don't know, yeah. So the only thing we know about this one is that Arsenal is going through, yeah. So, all right, let's move to Group C. Group C, we have Real Madrid, we have Napoli and Braga. Obviously in Berlin, it's gone. I mean, I just, same thing, they have not won a game, right? And then you got up there, Real Madrid, it's just clean. Look at look at that. It's just stellar. They have not lost a game or tied a game. They have won all their games convincingly. Okay? It wasn't, like, close. Even this game against Napoli versus Real Madrid, that was the match day five. It was... I mean, let's just talk about Madrid. Madrid is just heritage, right? You got Bellingham, who's having... Absolutely crazy season. This, this dude is just... No one can stop him. Okay? And it seems that Ballon d'Or wise... I mean, no one's going to stop him. It doesn't look like it. Think about it. He scored a goal and he assisted the goal. I, it was just... Even Napoli themselves. They're like, maybe we'll tie them. Okay, maybe we'll have a chance. They just crumbled. And think about it. The last goal they scored, it came in over the 90-minute game. Extra time. That's when he came. And this is just... The thing about Real Madrid, it's not about playing fo- beautiful football. Most of the time, they don't play beautiful football. But one thing they never stop doing is playing. They just play until the whistle goes, and they just keep scoring. And this is something Napoli learned today. Napoli learned that they just cannot beat Madrid. They cannot outplay Madrid. Madrid can always outplay everybody, and that's that's it. That's all. Even Bellingham, that's all he does. It's just he outplays every midfielder. He just never stops moving. So, it's clear why Madrid is the favorite. I I don't know how. If they're not in your favorite, it's just emotional. Okay? You're just being biased. So, anyway, Madrid is going to come through. Right? And then Napoli. Napoli is going to come through. Yeah, that's it. Okay, let's go to group uh, D. Group D, we have Real Solskjaer, Dad. I mean, they had a... This is crazy, dude. They had a stellar. They have not lost a game in the group stage. So they're clearly are gonna go through. No, asking questions, right? And same for you know Inter. So these two, it's already decided. Uh, there's that's it. It's over. And for Group E, it looks like yeah, Atletico Madrid and Lazio are coming through. I mean, they're both each of them has uh, Atletico Madrid has eleven points, Lazio has ten points, and third place has six points. So yeah, there's no. It doesn't matter if they if they, it doesn't matter if they lose. They're still going through. So. Going to group F, we have... This is this is the juicy one, guys. This is the juicy group. We have Dortmund with 10 points. We have PSG with 7 points. We have Newcastle with 5 points. And we have Milan with 5 points. Okay? Now, this is why this is so juicy, right? So, the last game that uh, each of this team played was... PSG played against uh, Newcastle at PSG... And really, they were great. Newcastle was obviously uh, robbed. Robbed is the word that I was looking for. Yeah, they got robbed. Okay, I don't know if you heard. Uh, you know, it was a handball. That I mean, really, if you watch it, it was it was the most blatant nonsense ever. I heard they were saying that they switched the rules. Like, so the rule is, if the ball hits any part of your body before it hits your hand, it's not a handball, and that's it. So this ball hit his body before it hit his hand and people were saying no 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 no." they changed the rule it's not that anymore now it's just like if it touches your hand if you're unnatural you know position but he was running like he was also in so there's also arguments saying that he was also in a you know natural position but not just that like apparently no that's not the case that's not the case at all like if the ball does touch your body and hits your hand it's not a handball so basically they came out and said the var guy was wrong and they I guess they didn't fire him, but they de-promoted him. They're like, just like a game like, game or two off, right? Cause, until people just kind of, you know, shut their mouth. That's that's basically what they did. So, Newcastle just got robbed. You know, this could have been a history. They could have easily been through, uh, but they didn't. I mean, this is... PSG just got so lucky. <laughs> this is the luckiest game ever. Not to say that they didn't deserve it, because they were the better team. I mean, they had so many chances. For some reason, they just couldn't score, okay? But... Nevertheless, they got the penalty. And this is just the Champion League. There's always one there's always time where there's mistakes somewhere has been made, and cruelly a team goes through. And sadly, I feel like they're gonna go through. I just don't understand. I, I, I can see them beating Dorman at home. There's a lot of people saying, I just don't see PSG beating Dorman at home. I get what you're saying, but Dorman doesn't have much to lose at all they're going through they're already through so to them it doesn't really matter PSG this matters so much I mean this is literally everything think about it I mean even this game when like the last right when uh what is it Mbappe scored they showed a picture of is it Uh, the guy who owns PSG like like the guy who's in charge of the Qatar investment fund anyway he was like live it bro he couldn't he could i think he was prepared for just being fired he was gonna be fired there's no way he was not gonna be fired right but anyway they have to win i'm sure he's in the in there calling every team everybody they're like he's like yo what newcastle think about it it, it this is also is a little politic as well that people don't get it okay newcastle is owned by the saudis and i don't know if you know much about geopolitics it's always geopolitics stuff, okay? So Qatar owns PSG, and then the Saudi own Newcastle. Think about it. The Saudi would never stop talking smack to the Qatarians if this team who they just, they just injected money like a year ago, right? And they're about to take them out and be in the champion league. That would just be spit on the face for them. So I just feel like PSG... I'm sure Qatar. They're like they're finding any drugs they can to like pump it on these guys to really perform. So I just feel like PSG are. They have to win. They have too many talent to not win, and they have everything on the line. PSG literally has for Mbappe. If PSG don't go through, Mbappe is gone. You do understand, right? I mean, they've, they they spent as much money they can. They spend. They got great players. They got coaches, and they couldn't get the champion League. And then now, when Mbappe, they let him basically control everything, it seems. I'm not sure. It seems that he basically has... He's the captain. You know what I'm saying? So, and for him to go out as a captain, I just cannot see what what that outcome will look like. Not going to be great, I'll tell you that much. A lot of people are leaving. But anyway, so... And then for Newcastle, you know, the last game they are playing against Milan, oh, man, it just doesn't matter. I just feel like PSG got this, guys. I just... I, yeah, I mean, I'm very sad for, you know, Newcastle, because they, they should have went through. They were going to make history. But, yeah, sorry. And then Group G. Group G, we have Manchester City, Lysak, Young Boys. Well, I mean, obviously, Manchester City, clean, okay? So, they played against Lysak at home, and Lysak was winning by two goals after first half. And... Really, the two goals they scored, like one of the goals were the assist was from the goalkeeper. You know, when you play in FIFA and these guys got like wicked shots and they get like a goal that's not normal to get, it's just like a fluke. It was a fluke goals. So Lysa got two fluke goals and everybody's like kind of going crazy. And City kind of got their stuff together. Holland, Phil Foden, and Alba, they're all scored. All the players that you wanted to score goals, they all scored. And just in the second half they came back clean uh, that's just dominance so again another favorites to win the champion league looking like the favorites okay uh, they're all getting better okay Philip is getting better day by day love watching this guy okay and for Lysak yeah they're going through too I mean I just cannot see it doesn't even matter if they lose they have nine points the second team young boys have four points so yeah, and know, moving to Group Group H, we have Barcelona, Porto, Xhaka, and well, I mean, at this point, <laughs> let's be real here. Barca's going through, you know, congratulations to everybody. You know, pop yourself in the back. I mean, that, that game against Porto was a must win, okay? And what a performance. I mean, it started off shaky, right? I mean, think about the inch. Are people talking about the injuries we're getting? The injuries are absolutely mind blowing. You know, there are people saying maybe it's all these games they're forcing these players to play, but is it really just that? It it probably is, honestly. It probably is. But regardless, you know, Gabby's out until next year, pretty much, right? Eight months. He just had a surgery. DeJoint just came back. Pedri just came back. And Gundua Gundua just like I feel like Gundua's been looking for somebody to help him. He's just been running around in a Barcelona midfield, not getting much of a help, to be honest with you. Okay? And then if we if we move to forward, I mean, we can't score a goal. We can't seem to score a goal. We have Granada, who is in the... Was in the top league, at least. They're in front of, we're in fourth place in La Liga this year. Yes, it's not as bad as... We're kind of performing about the same as last year, really. The difference this year is that Real Madrid... Uh, Atletico Madrid, and then Granada. Don't worry about Granada, really. They'll they'll be fine. They'll be fine. But just these two teams from last year to this year, they're completely different. Griezmann is a newfound player. He's about to break all record for Atletico, right? I mean, he's doing phenomenal. Morata out of nowhere. He's like good. good as a, he's a great striker now. He's 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 on that. He's on that curve. He's on that up curve. And you got Madrid, who's just not losing a game. You know, they have injuries here, injuries there. But they have such a deep rooted midfielders that they'll be fine and then you got front who have players who are showing up not just bellingham right if vinicius is out you got rodri who just won't stop scoring i mean the game he played even the the last champion league against napoli he's just gliding through players And that's something we don't have. We don't have players who can score a goal or are just confident enough just to glide through defenders, okay? I mean, it took our defender, okay, Cancelo to do that for us to win this game. It took him to have the best game of the season for him, right? For us to win this game. Rafiun just came back. Torres is still trying to find confidence. I mean, this kid is like, he's on and off I just forgot about... It. I just don't... I don't pay attention too much about him anymore. And that's the sad part about it. Right? That this guy is like... When, he's becoming the Dembele for the striker. So whenever everybody's having time... He'll be fine. But when you really need them... Nobody's fine right now. He's not scoring goals... And then is not scoring goals because he's thinking about how people are not passing to him. So he's probably like fuming over that throughout the game. So when he actually gets the chance to score a goal, he misses it because he's still fuming about them not passing him when he was open. Now people are yelling at him like, hey, why don't you score a goal when you're open? And he's like, well, why don't you pass me when I was open? So I feel like that's kind of just running through that he's not, he's not, he's just not performing. And you have Firmino who is just not, I just don't think this guy is good enough to play for Barcelona. I'm, I'm gonna keep saying this, okay? People are going to say he might have one or two good games because, of course, you have chances when you play for Barcelona, right? And I, I'm i not even saying, he's so – so—he's—he's he's has great skills. I'm just talking about his choice-making at the final, you know, third. It's just terrible. And that's literally his job is to know – think about all the runs he was doing in this game. And he was the problem. Lewandowski has been open every time, and he's running in, and he selfishly shoots the ball, and he just misses it like it, it's a goal that it's so predictable it's just he's just too predictable i'm even lamar is better than him i mean the, the young kid i would have him in there w- before i would have this dude in there honestly but either way either way the defense is still looking good i get that we're letting goals in whatever i get that sure is it's out i mean that's kind of a really a problem but it's fine we just need to start scoring goals i think that's the only big problem and I do think since De Jong is back, Pedri is back, and I think Gundogan is really going to have the help of just feeling free to create more opportunities for, you know, hopefully Lewandowski and he can score some more goals. Anyway, so you got Porto or Shaka coming through for the second place. And they play against each other next. So whoever wins will come through. And at this point, I feel like any of them can win. Shaka actually beat Barcelona, you know, Porto has not. But then again, I can see the Porta saying they're like, what? This team? We already beat them. We'll beat them again. So, yeah. So, for this one, we'll have to wait for the last day. But, yeah. That's it. That's all I got. I'll see you.